Reading you with the Holy Word's peace. God is good. Amen. You remember last week we were talking about a kingdom person. And uh, the way we would be that is to be imitators of God. Therefore, dearly beloved children, and live a life of love just as Christ loved and gave himself up for us and as an offering and sacrifice. That is from the book of Ephesians and is at the top. Well, I'm gonna drop down to 22. In anything in life uh, that's hard, you need a commentary. Many of us in here can say the reason that we didn't get off to a good start it's because we didn't have anybody teaching us right. about how we should be. And one of the things that's sad in this, remember I told you all this would be a little difficult for you. One of the things that's sad in churches is that we don't sit down and teach our kids what we didn't know. <laughs> right? And first of all, we have to teach them about being a kingdom person, mm -hmm. a kingdom person. We went deal with that, a kingdom person. And once you deal with that, then you'll understand why the Bible says don't get unequally, unequally yoked, okay? It says don't get, I'm taking my time for real, unequally yoked. It's there for a reason, all right? And for even in the Old Testament for you men in here, that have daughters, it gives you the authority to say no to who your daughter marries. Yeah, don't be a coward, you can say no. You wouldn't want your daughter to marry an abusive man, would you? Well, when you say who gives this woman to be married and you say, I do, yes, then you are putting her in the hands of that man, right? So you have the authority, she may be upset with you to say no, all right? But if you've taught her right, she will respect what you're saying. On the other end, the young man needs to be taught how to be a kingdom husband. Yeah, these fathers need to step it up Unfortunately, there's not enough fathers in churches stepping up and say, if you are a kingdom man, usually the young boys, but if you're a kingdom man and she's a kingdom woman, then y'all gonna have a kingdom marriage. And in that marriage, you're gonna be okay. The problem is, too many times, she is, he ain't. So therefore, he can't keep the responsibilities of a kingdom man. He can't keep him as a kingdom husband. You ask me why. Well, we say that maybe he's looking at his father, or maybe he's looking, yeah, maybe his father. Yeah, that, that's weak. If, if your father didn't play soccer, all right? 
you would go get somebody to teach you to play, that played soccer. Isn't that right? You see, right? Are you staying with me? You see, so it's, you know, so what we've got to do is we got to, church, we got to get this together. Now, for, uh, when I get to talk about marriage here in a minute, one of the worst things is when people set up in church, and some of you in here may be doing this, well, I ain't thinking about getting married again. What about your niece? What about your nephew? What about your children, your grandchildren? What about somebody at work that knows you're a Christian and you tell them they're a Christian and they come to you for some advice? Could you give them the correct advice? Because they may say to you, you're a Christian and could you help me to understand this institution of marriage? Well, you don't want to give your opinion. You want to take them right straight to the gospel. And first of all, you, when you tell them, the first question you asked is, have you been born again? Because if you haven't been born again or, make, or saved, born again or saved, once you're saved, you're born again, right? Then you can make that transition from the flesh to the spirit because being a kingdom man, a kingdom woman is a spiritual attitude. Right? So the first thing you don't want to ask them is where they work. You want to ask them, have you been born again? Because, and then once they say they've been born again, then you tell, ask them, okay, now this is what you got to do first before you're even capable or ready to be married. You need to learn from someone who really loved his bride. You know where I'm going, right? <laughs> from somebody who really loved his bride, right? Now, not, not, not yours, but someone who really loved his bride. And, uh, and that would, you'd have to open up your Bible and go to Ephesians 5, and it, it'll be in there, you see. And I'm gonna drop down to 22, but you gotta start out with saying, you got to be Christ. You got, you don't care about what your family done and who did this. And, and a lot of people say, well, you know, divorce runs rapid in our family. Well, no, that should, that, that, that family ain't the one we talking about here. We talking about the Christian family, yeah. real Christian family. Yes, that calls themselves Christians. If I'm a Christian man, then I'm really an imitator of Christ. Yes, you see, and none of us have told, I wasn't told none of this, and most of you all probably wasn't. We need to be taught this, probably really at a real young age. And so some of us had struggled through life trying to figure out how to be something that we never had any role models in our home. You see? So since we didn't have that, now we can teach other people because we're born again. If we're born again, listen, we're going to be obedient to God's word. And the first step before I get into any institution of any kind, then I got to imitate Christ. Well, that comes with being born again, getting saved, baptized. You know, we do that, the public, that baptismal pool there is just letting the public know that you want to be a born again Christian. But the real baptism is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which gives you the power and the disciplines to live as Christ would have you to live. Right? And so, but if you read up further in there, and I got, I'm not going to do a whole lot of that up there, you're already ready, words like submit. Well, and people say, I'm not submitting. Yes, you can. You can submit. Can you submit to Christ? 
And you would say yes. The woman would say yes. The man would say yes. All of us are born again people here. We would submit to Christ, wouldn't we? Right? Well, see, that's why it's telling us up front we need as individuals, right, to imitate Christ. So if you had a man that, that was walking like Christ and loving like Christ and had the attitude of Christ, you can submit to that dude. He's cool. In Jesus. Yeah, and the woman's good. You see, what happens is we're listening to the world and the world doesn't, they don't have the same rules we have. See, you know, see they, for the first thing they ask is for security. Yes, sir. You know, where you work, how much money you got, and blah, blah, blah. You see, that, that, and that don't work. Because, see, that, then, you know, that's just somebody going to get half or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that, that, that don't work. No, real security is the individual that has given their life to Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior and has been baptized by the Holy Spirit. Right? Because that person can walk. You can't walk with Christ unless you have that. And so now, we, now that we are invitators of Christ, then there are, there, there are places that we can go and do and still feel secure because the trust is there because you can trust Jesus. If you can trust Jesus, you can trust him or her because they have the attitude, right, of Christ, right? Now, you all have heard me talk a lot about, and you better get this, because you see, I remember uh, talking to someone, and uh, they, he divorced his wife because she got sick. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Oh, yeah, and he said to me that, well, that's not who I married. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah. and you, you know, y'all gonna get sick in here with something, right? right. All right, right. And so you have to remember, and I've told you all, all the time, and I've said to you, if you really love a person and you want a person in your life in case that would you be able to change their diapers? And people look at you like you, it happens all the time. And then I've used the parable, which is not a parable. It was, it was happened to me when I was in the hospital. The thing that made me feel really good was I didn't have to have nurses to come in and bathe me. Sister Gwen was there. Some men, you know, that's kind of an embarrassing thing because most of your nurses are women, you see? So does that person that you want to marry have that kind of attitude? You better figure that out before you get in it because somebody's going to have to help somebody. That's just how it's going to go down. And so what we're going to do is we need to learn more about how to be husbands and wives. The place to go is the Bible and learn more about Jesus Christ. If you don't know about Jesus Christ, you can't be a good husband. Period. You can't be a good husband or wife. If you want to love uh, someone, you can't really learn how to love them unless you know Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the standard of love that a husband and wife should have for each other. Are y'all with me? All right. And so if if I want to know how to love my wife or you want to know how to love your husband, you don't have to go. You have to go here. Christian folks, you got to go here. 
you see. So it's inexcusable how you, the family you came out of and use that as a crutch to do your own thing for Christian people. Now I'm talking Christian folks. It's inexcusable to even get hooked up because it's already told you up front. Don't get unequally yoked with non-believers. So the reason, it, it's a reason it said that in here because he or she can't love you like Christ loved you. A non-believer can't do that because a non-believer is not under the obedience of Christ. A non-believer is under uh, obedience of their own understanding. And the Bible tells us up front, lean not to your own understanding. And then it also tells us that to this book here is foolishness to some folks, right? So you, we, it's got to start with, if I'm going to get into an institution, the first institution in the Bible that God ordained is marriage, then I need a commentary to help me to understand what it really is and the real depths of it, you see, of what a real commitment is. Well, I need to have somebody that would, that would show me that at the worst time in my life, that would be there for me. Yeah, and so here's we talking about. So, if, and when you read, when I read that up top, remember imitators of Christ, and then they go into all of the other sins and things. But I'm going to start at 22. I'll do a reading a lot of this myself. Wives, understand and support your husband in the ways that shows your support for Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm coming from I don't know what version that is. The message, uh, you are to support your husband as what? as the ways that you would support Christ, mm -hmm. then you better get a Christ man. You see, and if you're not a, a, a Christ woman, you can't love him like he needs to be loved, mm -hmm. you see? And if either one, if y'all don't have that, that's the two, don't have that, that thing ain't gonna work. You see, it'll go, it's amazing to me that now the number one divorce in this country is called the silver divorce. That's people in their 50s and 60s. Kids are gone now. I'm gone. There's probably some of them counting out the years, checking it out. Uh, when the kids are gone, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know there's some folks doing that. Because, and I've had people tell me, I've asked, what did you stay in that for? Well, I just stayed there for the kids. All right? So that's, that's not what we're about over here, right? You see, wives, understand and support your husband in the ways that shows your support for Christ. Wow, but he has to be a Christ man. You can do that to a Christ man, right? To a Christ man, because a Christ man has the attitude and the love that Jesus Christ had, 23. The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church. Wow, so the Christ, if you don't know Christ, you can't support leadership. You see, there's nothing wrong with reading the Bible in different ways, but you, the first thing you need to do is learn who Jesus is. Learn Christ's ways. So these husbands, you can't now just go, well, I'm the man of the house. I'm the husband, got nothing to do with it, you see. If you are a Christian, can you provide leadership to the wife? The sad thing about it is they're more, the women are more spiritual than the men. 
from over here. The sad thing about it is the women are more spiritual than the men. You go, we do pretty good in here. There's a lot of men in here. But there's, there's the women are by themselves, coming to church by themselves, because mama came to church by them herself. You see, so therefore, the, she's got more than he's got in a certain situation. He's home, and guess what? She's at church learning, and that thing's going to grow apart pretty soon. Because she can't fulfill, he can't fulfill what she needs is leadership. And, and if, wait a minute, and if he can't do that for his wife, he'll never be able to, he can't even be a good father. All right, here we go. And the husband provides this leadership not by domineering, but by cherishing. He doesn't do it by domineering, chest all out. He does it by what? Cherishing. Cherishing. Wouldn't you love somebody? Wouldn't it be something, ladies, if, if you, you, some of you are still looking and, and he said, I just cherish you. I just cherish you. It could be very way. I cherish you. Yeah, we, live, we use the word love too loose. Yeah, this ain't about Luther. This is a whole different ball game here. I just cherish you. All right? I would like for some time, someone, and I've said it before, someone to just tell me, Pastor, I want to get married. I say, why? Because I just love her spirit. I just love her spirit, and I just cherish her or him. He should come to me first. You see what I'm saying? Yes, Are you uncomfortable? Yes, sir. Say amen. <laughs> you can say amen. It should be uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable reading it. Mm -hmm. right. and I've been married 50 years over <laughs> That means you got to keep working because you don't know. Look at me. You have no idea what you're going to run into, period. You have no idea. All right? So just as the church submits to Christ as he exercises such leadership. Now, the church submits to Christ as he exercises leadership. The wife should likewise submit to their husband, Christ-like husband. Who's my role model? Christ. How do I look? Where do I look at to, to take care of her and to lead her? It's all in here. You see, to death do us part is, you could handle it here. But to death do us part in the carnal won't work. All right? And in 25, husbands, Go all out in your love for your wives. Do what? Go all out. Go all out for your love for your wife. It says all out. Mm -hmm. You see? Come on. That's right. Exactly as Christ did for the church. You are supposed to go all out for your wife and love your wife. Gentlemen, like Christ, love the church. All right, keep going. And that is a love marked by giving, not getting. That is by what? Giving. Giving, and not getting. You know where the fridge is at. <laughs> you know where the washer and dryer is at. <laughs> you know where the vacuum cleaner is at. You know, you know what price chopper is.
Honey, get me. No, 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 no. Get up. I'm going to get me. Would you like one? Are y'all with me? All right. Verse 24 and 25, again, from the Amplified. But as the church is subject to Christ. Subject to Christ. Mm -hmm. So also wives should be subject to their husbands in everything, respecting both their position as protector and their responsibility to God as head of the house. Wow. Now, this is what she's supposed to do, but not just to anybody. She's supposed to do this to a Christ man, a man that's filled with the Holy Spirit and loves like Christ. You see, you've heard me say, I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ, I have the Spirit of Christ within me. That's real. That's what we're looking for. You can't be that unless you know him. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you can't be this guy. All right. And ladies, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you can't identify. All right. Husbands, love your wives. Whoa. Seek the highest good for her and surround her with a caring, unselfish love. That's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to love our wives with the highest good. The highest good and care for her. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. With a caring, unselfish love, that means you are there to take care of her. Amen. You know, this society is amazing that women do everything. That just, just blows my mind that women do everything. Mm-hmm. And I can say that. They don't, that's not my household. It never has been. You see, it never has been. You see, I wouldn't even let the, uh, Gwen, Sister Gwen, and wasn't saved and wouldn't let her you know, deal with all the kids that did and such and such. And Isaac, let me tell you, they cleaned their own room. They washed their own clothes. We had a heart-to-heart talk. Your mother and I are gonna be together for the rest of our lives. You, so-and-sos, ain't gonna break her down. <laughs> you know I said that, right? Right, right, right. And y'all going on about y'all's business. And you can go there and they're self-sufficient. Because they know how to do all that stuff. You see? Are y'all with me? And all of you in here are responsible for this. Whether you got children or not, you're responsible. Who's talking to your daughters? Who's talking to your granddaughters? Your nieces? Your nephews? Somebody needs to tell somebody something. It is amazing to me when a young man gets a homicide, when he has those homicides and and they talk to somebody, it's mama. It's always mama. You see? Or daddy. You see? Or football games and a superstar gets out there and what's the first thing they say? My mama. You know, I'm a, uh, uh, let's make a deal. I'm a let's make a deal guy. I watch it all the time. And I can't think of his name is over. Anyway, at the end, what does he always say? Love you, mama. Yes. He always says what? Doesn't he always say it? I love you, mama. 
where's daddy? Where's daddy? You see, in this church, we want, love you, daddy, love you, mama. That's what we're looking for in this church. All right. So again, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church Whoa. and gave himself up for her. So Christ done what? Mm-hmm. So he didn't have boys not out. <laughs> That's what we call it. I wasn't she said the boys not out. He didn't have the boys not out. You see? What is this? I gotta have my space. Did he have to have his space? Mm-hmm. He gave his, his time and his love to his wife. Yes, sir. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. Okay. Verse 25 from the Passion puts it this way. To the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion. What kind of devotion? Tender. tender. What kind of devotion? Tender. What kind? Tender. All right. That Christ demonstrated to us his bride. You, we're, we're to demonstrate the same kind of devotion and love and tenderness that Christ did for his bride, the church. You want to know how to do it? Open your Bible. Teach your kids. Teach your daughters. Teach your son, your grandkids, your nephews and nieces. This is who you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You see, he may not be cute but he'll take care of you. Because cute ain't always going to be cute. You know, if we wasn't on a live stream, I'd say something else. Everything else is going to fade away also. But y'all, I'm trying to be nice. All right. And then it says, Christ, he died for us, sacrificing himself. So Christ done what? He died for us and sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. When you stand up here, you say that, you're sacrificing yourself. Yes, sir. You say, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'm all in for this. I'm all in. All right. And verse 26 tells us Christ's love makes the church whole. So your love for your wife makes her whole. Anything is missing. You become that extra part. Makes her whole. That's what it says. Christ's love makes the church whole. His word, come on here, invokes beauty. Every word in your household ought to stimulate your wife, gentlemen, by the good things you say to her. Period. Yes. She, when she looks into that mirror and says, well, I don't like that you I said, baby, I like the way you look. I like the way you look. Yes, see? Okay. And in verse 27, everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out of her. Come on. No, 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 this is going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is designed to bring the best out of her. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, we as coaches ought to know better. We get athletes, kids that never done something. And what do we do? We coach them and we groom them 
to get what? The best out of them. And yet, coaches go home and their wives are less than the kids that they're coaching. They do it on their jobs. It is your duty to bring the best out of her. And it's exciting when you do that because you know you're such a big part of her life and you can sit back and smile. You see? You see? Uh, there's a part in here. I want, yes. Dr dressing her. Go ahead. Dressing her in dazzling white silk. He just talked. That's because that was the thing then. Radiant. Dressing her. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that dressing her. I love it when Sister Gwen comes to me and says, because you know she calls me John. How does this look? How do these shoes look with this here and that and this and that? <laughs> you see? And I said, no, I like that one because it works with this one. Well, I can do that. I'm good at it, you see, because I'm about yeah. And just be able to go with her and, and she'll look at something and I said, that's, nah, you passed all that now. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 can, you, you can get a little bit more. Yeah. Y'all see how she dresses? Yeah. When I, when I, when I say past, you all missed it. You thought I was talking about age. I was talking about J.C. Penney's. <laughs> Come on here. That's what I'm talking about. I said, no, we passed all that now. Don't I tell you that? So no, we ain't going up in there. I go up in there, but we ain't, uh, you don't need to be going up in there. Because it's easy to put a coat on, some shoes, and there's something else, and a shirt and stuff. Thank you. But we pass, you pass that. We go over here. She looked at the price tag. I look at the how it looks. Oh, you understand it? You see? All right. Yes, she'll be see, radiant. See, I, I couldn't believe it, though. This really happened to me one time. This brother walked up. He should have known better, Brother Gerald, and said, excuse me, sir, but I just want to say, your hair is beautiful. See, if I'd have been back in the day, you see? But I said, she Gwen said, thank you, and I said, thank you, and he just walked on. Well, if your hair is beautiful, you see? He was looking at her hair and talking about how beautiful her hair was. But beauty was going on with me. Are you with me? That really happened. Because you know, brothers know you don't be, you gotta be careful with that. All right, here we go. So again, dressing her in dazzling white silk, radiant with holiness. Mm -hmm. That is how husbands ought to love their wives. That is, that's how you're supposed to love your wife. This is talking about the scriptures. This is how the word's talking about it. Don't get upset at me. This is where it is. Amen. You see, when, when, it, when it all comes down to it, I mean, that's going to be maybe the only person that's going to be there for you. Right. Period. All right, here we go. And the voice puts it this way. He has given himself so that he can present the church as his radiant bride. Yes. Unstained. Unstained. Unwrinkled. Unwrinkled. And unblemished. That's what he did for the church, and he's asking us men to do that for our wives. Mm -hmm. Completely free from all impurities, holy and innocent before him. Mm -hmm. Huh? That's right. That's what he's asking us to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We walking around and talking about we Christians. 
then we need to check ourselves. How are you doing at home? I'd like to be a fly on the wall in some of these houses, especially in here, because you know better, all right? In verse 28, they're really doing themselves a favor since they're already one in marriage. That's right. We won together. That's right. All right? Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially, we won. Started out like this. Two. Getting it? Get married. Don't sit there and get all mad and upset because you've been divorced and all this here. You're learning how to get some information so that you can do better the next time and help your grandkids. You may not never get married again, but help your kids, your grandkids, and these other folks. Right. And your father's got your daughters. They need to look at you because most of the time, a young lady will marry somebody like her father. Yeah, you can't be brutal to the wife and asked her to look for somebody any better than what she's raised up in. All right. In verse 29, no one abuses his own body, does he? No, he feeds and pampers it. Now, that's some men. If you love Christ, that's easy. Ask me why. Your body is what? The temple of the Holy Spirit. So if you're treating it like it's the temple of the Holy Spirit, that's easy. You got to take care of the outsides. Well, you take care of the inside. Here we go. And the passion says, no one abuses his own body, but pampers it, serving and satisfying its needs. That's right. That's exactly what Christ did for his church. And that's what he wants us to do for our wives. Pamper, serve, and satisfies her needs. Mm -hmm. And that's in every aspect of her life. Got all the quiet up in here right now. Yeah, especially when I got that her needs. Yes. Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Yes, Isn't it amazing when you y'all just listen to me listening, right? Okay. You're just quiet because you're listening. Oh, okay. Here we go. Verse 30. That's how Christ treats us, the church, since we are part of his body. Mm -hmm. And this is why a man leaves father and mother and cherishes his wife. That means there ain't no mother-in-law problems. That means there ain't no mother-in-law problems. You see, you're a grown man. You're a Christ-like man. Mama ain't coming over there messing up nothing in your household. I hear some people always talking about, well, you know, my mama, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. When mama comes to my house, she's a visitor. Sister Gwen, you remember when someone, my mother came and said something to you or somebody about me, being in ministry, and I went and found her? Is that not, isn't that true? And that never happened again. You don't run nothing up in here. Right, you see what I'm saying? Oh, you can't be a coward and be a, a God man now and be a married man and have a wife. Yeah. You, you can't do that. All right? No longer two. They become one flesh. 
This may be a huge mystery, and I don't pretend to understand it all. But what is clearest to me is the way Christ treats the church, and this provides a good picture of how each husband is to treat his wife. If I want to learn how to treat my wife, I read Christ. I read Christ. Christ teaches me. No excuse about zip codes. No excuse about my father who is missing or grandfather. Here it is. It's all right here. How did Jesus Christ and what did he do for the church? It's all right there. All right. And in verse 33, loving himself and loving her and how each wife is to honor her husband. Loving himself and loving her. Isn't that something? Now that's real love. Love yourself and loving her as a house that's built on a strong foundation. You see? And from the voice it says, nevertheless, each husband is to love and protect his own wife as if she were his very heart. The very heart. He's to love and protect his wife mm -hmm. as she is with his very heart. Because she should be his heart. That's right. All right. You see? And mm -hmm. each wife to respect her own husband. Mm -hmm. Any woman that says to me this after what we've read here, that says to me, I can't submit to something. Yeah, you could. You can submit to this dude. Because this is the way it's supposed to be. Who could to have that? And let me tell you again, you don't know how you're going to go down. And when you, when you can't do the things, certain things, well, your friends ain't going to be there. Trust me. They ain't going to be there. Your, your, your friends ain't bathing you none. They ain't changing no diaper. Hey, no. The friends ain't going to be there. You might as well get that straight up front. They tell you, hey, I got your back. Yeah, yeah, right? That goes so far. But your wife will be the one that takes care of you. And vice versa. Yeah. Wives feel secure when they have a man that will be there. You know, we've had years ago, don't try to think about who it is, used to come here. And she had, that's when cancer was really getting strong 20, 30 years ago. She had a breast reduction from cancer, okay, and it took her breasts off. And, her, you know, her uh, husband was a minister, so you know she had it going on. He divorced her. Didn't he? Tore her up. You mean you married breasts? That really happened. You have somebody who's preaching the gospel and living it. All right? I like teaching like this because I like it. Because if somebody would have told me some of this stuff a long time ago, I'd have been a much better man. All right? And the thing of it is, I like it when the men do this. Okay. Now, I didn't call you, say, Pastor called us out. No, 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 no. The word called you out. Okay? 
And lastly, from the Amplified. You see, my wife has a great memory of what I say up here. <laughs> Go ahead. However, each man among you, without exception. Without what? Exception. Without what? Exception. That's all of us. That's right. Without exception. Mm -hmm. To love his wife as his very own self with a behavior worthy of respect. And esteem. And esteem. Always seeking the best for her. That's what a marriage is supposed to be about. Did I miss anything? I'm seeking the best for her with an attitude of loving kindness. Okay, yes. Seeking an attitude with what? Loving kindness. Yeah, change your attitude. That's what we're going to do up in here. An attitude of loving kindness. That's right. All right. And the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband. And every woman has got a man that has the right attitude of loving and kindness. And what we've talked about, she just respects him and she's just excited about her man. Mm -hmm. right. She'd be saying, I got a Jesus man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right that she notices him, prefers him, treats him with loving concern, well, treasure. Loving, treats him with what? Loving concern. Loving concern. Mm -hmm. Have you went to the doctor? Should we set up a doctor's appointment? That's her. You know, we need to check that out. Do you all know that two years before I went to the doctor, cancer was in my body? And you know, I'm talking about the Lord, so, you know, I told y'all, me and the Lord fell out about 13 minutes, uh, 13 hours, because he didn't speak to me. Holy Spirit said, yeah, he, he did. Your wife told you to go two years ago. If I went two years earlier, it wouldn't have gotten them limp notes. But the loving wife was trying to tell me, you need to do that. Okay. You can get crossed by me. You can, be, you can say amen. Amen. All right. And lastly, the wife should honor him and hold him dear. The wife should. She, you do this, what I'm talking about here? She'll honor you and hold you dear. And that's what we all need. You know, men, sometimes uh, we need to quit trying to be all macho and let our wives give us a motherly care. Yeah, they like doing it anyway. Yeah, we need to quit all that. I'm a man. You see, I go, I mean, I, you all would love me in the house because I'm a fun guy. I walk up and tell Sister Gwen, I'm a grown man. <laughs> she looked at me and said, and I'm a grown woman. <laughs> yeah. You see, we have fun dealing with that. But everybody got this lesson today? You got this lesson today? Yeah.